Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Luke. Is that a little Sasquatch penis? Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. Well, we've got another first coming up, Multiple Nerdgasm. Um, recently, Matt wasn't on the show, it was me and Dan. Now it's me and my wife, Hannah. I am real, for all the doubters <laughs> out there. <laughs> and this is probably the first podcast I've had to do with my pants on in quite some time. I don't know why I can't be naked. I'm very grateful there are pants. I mean, yeah, I married you, but, you know, limits. <laughs> so Matt is still off having fun on his honeymoon. That's why he can't be here this week. And I assume Dan's just off taking Dwarf Watch on the road again, so... So this is that your comedy podcast without the comedy this week. Thanks. Like <laughs> no, no hard feelings there at all. The way you ran through the house of I need to do a podcast, I need to do a podcast. Can the cats talk? No. Oh well, you'll do. <laughs> What's best yeah, so this is what you've got this week. Um Okay, so Hannah is the one who actually lets me play games all the time. I still don't know how she lets me do that. Like, even recently, Final Fantasy came out on, what, a week and a half ago? Yeah, I think it's been about a week and a half, and you've been playing it pretty solidly. Um, I think it was meant to be about 40 hours of gameplay, is that about well, right? Yeah, or? I finished it and it took me about 40 hours, which... Is that what you expect regularly from a Final Fantasy game? I'll admit, people, I'm not as au fait with the Final Fantasy genre. <laughs> No, Final Fantasy, I really used to being up over 70 to 100 hours, especially when the way I play is I try and play all the side quests first. And I felt I was doing most of the side quests and it still just flew through the game. Yeah, I have heard that they're going to release more content later um, to flesh out the main story a bit more, but... I think you were also complaining that when you did the side quests first, you were ridiculously overpowered for some of the main story then? But that's okay. That's the way I play the game. Like, it's okay. I do play all the side quests to get all that extra XP, so I am overpowered for the actual main mission. That's that's fine. I'm happy with that. That's just my play style. What I'm not happy about is the actual updates they're bringing out. Oh? They're bringing up updates. One of the short-term goals is they're going to... Update one of the chapters towards the end of the game. Chapter 13, they're going to add more gameplay to it. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Is that also going to change the story arc? I don't think change the story arc, just give more story. More story or more cup noodle? Probably more cup noodle. They love Excellent. cup Excellent. It is the perfect blend. But the problem with it is I don't have a save. What? I All my saves are past the point where they're making all these updates. So if I want to go back and experience this gameplay, yeah. I have to replay the entire game. Okay. I'm that, not doing that. That doesn't seem like, like, I'm presuming the developers knew, like, hey, we've only got so many hours of gameplay. Once the game's been out for a certain amount of time, isn't it expected people would sort of move past that? or Not a lot of people out there would have finished the game like I have already. Uh, most people I know who have been playing it have. They're Final Fantasy fans. They wanted to get through it. It's, I think it's like their fallout. They just wanted to get stuck in there. Then I think they're just going off a lot of people complaining because <laughs> a lot of that story, 
big thing about Final Fantasy, it took them 10 years to make, and they've got movies and television shows that are meant to expand the story. I haven't watched the movie. I have no idea what this story is about. And I think that's part of the problem, is they're trying to introduce a bit more of, here's what's actually happening, because I don't have that assumed knowledge. Yeah, I'm just... I got a bit lost, to be honest. I wandered in and out of the land room while you were playing. It's Men by Vivian Westwood with a lot of hair gel and chocobos for some reason <laughs> and fishing missions. D don't knock chocobos. Chocobos are in every Final Fantasy game. I don't understand why. Like, chocobos are awesome. Like chocobos racing? Yeah, I get that. That That is a use of chocobos. But... No, what the chocobo really is in a lot of the games, it's a way to get around faster. So you don't have to uh, walk everywhere. You actually unlock it at a certain point and you can run around. And... So it's not some weird allegory or symbolism throughout the series. It'll be in a shock twist of Final Fantasy 73. No, nothing like that. That we know of. <laughs> so, but one thing I found really annoying about this game, I, and this is my fault, I wasn't paying complete attention to the story, especially for the parts where I'm in the car. I set the car up to drive automatically to destinations because you can drive it manually, but that's really just holding down the trigger. You're not really driving the car. And while the car was driving, I would just spend that time checking my emails because it was boring. And there were times when they start talking, you try and look up and listen, but then not really that interesting sometimes. I'll just like a bit of banter for the road trip. Do you want to stop and take a photo? Let's stop and take a photo. Should I take more photos of you? <laughs> there was a lot of that as well. Prompto, one of the characters in the game, he takes photos, and some of these photos are actually quite awesome. But it will take in the middle of battle where you're fighting something, and there's this really cool pose, and... I... Your mullet gently swaying in the breeze. <laughs> it was fun for the first ten hours of the game, and then I just started skipping it. So your complaint is the driving... It's like those little cars at Disneyland. You climb in, you think you can go anywhere you want, but you can't. You're on a little track. I tried to have so many head-on collisions and nothing. The car would stop before I smashed into anything. So essentially what Final Fantasy needs, like Final Fantasy XV, what it needs to be a game approved by Luke is it needs to be GTA with Chocobos? Pretty much, yes. Okay, then. <laughs> and Cup Noodle. <laughs> oh, the cup noodle, the product placement in this game is just insane. Like, Vivian Westwood dress, dresses, the camping gear is supplied by Coleman, is it? Well, the fact that we've actually remembered the brand names and the smooth driving experience provided by Audi probably says that it was fairly effective, because I was just wandering in and out of the room. <laughs> I didn't even play, but the fact you did an entire side quest based on cup noodle and which ingredient you thought was the best. It was meat. I went for meat. <laughs> yeah, you're a fan of meat. Meat's good. All right, then. Hopefully you can't hear our cat Clouseau. He's a bit vocal at the moment. He wants attention. You're just jealous he loves me best. Anyway. <laughs> now, I know that you actually played Pokemon Go. I did. Have you been playing it lately? Um, I haven't played it since I could make one Pokemon, like my companion Pokemon. Because then I felt bad that not all the Pokemon were my companions. And, yeah, it's weird that I feel guilty about little animals. And now that you've mentioned it, I'm worried that maybe they're starving in the game or something now, like Neopets. Oh, my Neopet! 
my Neopet from like 2003. No, earlier. Is do, it still okay? Do you know where it is? I assume Neo Village or something. Where did where do Neopets live? I don't know what a Neopet is. Really? What's a Neopet? Ah, man, they were these things in the late 1990s. Are they Tamagotchis? No, you go on a website called Neopets.com and you got like a little Neopet that you're meant to look after and feed. And I've just realized I haven't fed my guy in like, what, 16 years or something? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you have to log on after this. You need to see if it's still alive. I think I'm more than one. <laughs> <laughs> we oh, need no. to find this out. But I know that with Pokemon Go, they're trying to get players back. They're actually releasing... They've got something happening with Starbucks in America, but that's America. I'm not there. I'm not going to get to do that with a poker gym. Every Starbucks in America is going to be a poker gym now. Okay. Why? Does the caffeine make them fight better? or? I think it's just marketing. Because I know that there's a bar in Canberra here, uh, Reload Bar, that when Pokemon first came out, they were constantly setting lures around the area to getting people to that's go. That's right. They made this huge fuss about the fact you could... They were near three pokey stops. You could like tap into three pokey stops just by sitting at the bar. Yep. Um, which is an interest. It's an interesting advertising strategy. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Is that kind of like when a coffee shop provides free Wi-Fi? Are you going to have? Are you going to have people, you know, camping out there all day, not ordering drinks or? Well, I think that. Starbucks already has that, doesn't it? You always hear about people sitting in there with their laptops, writing their screenplay and stuff. So is this just maybe adding on to that as well? At least you're wearing pants. <laughs> Under protest still. <laughs> I record the podcast naked. That is a staple. Ever since we stopped recording all in the same room, there's been no pants. Yeah, but... but- I, I'm assuming most podcast people have not seen our house, but you also record in front of a large window that looks out onto the street. Yep. Could this be why the neighbours haven't exactly welcomed us to the neighbourhood? Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't think so. All right. I think I right. should intimidate it a little, maybe. Someone's so confident with their body. Some might say too confident. Hey! <laughs> Well, apart from the, with the Pokemon Go, with the added, um, with the Starbucks thing, where you can actually buy, oh, what's the, need to find out, there's an actual, a Pokemon coffee drink latte frappe thing. I drink lots of coffee, so I know exactly what it is. It's, um, you can get, oh, it's not as clever as I thought it was going to be. You can get a Pokemon Go frappuccino. What is a frappuccino? Got whipped cream, does it? I don't Milk? know. I don't know. Matt would know. Mm. Matt, you have to get one. You have to drink a Pokemon Go Frappuccino and tell us what it is. And I want you to go catch Pokemon in a Starbucks. That's your goal. I want you to catch a Ditto. Oh, I heard about the Ditto update. Apparently, Dittos won't appear as Dittos. They'll look like other Pokemon but have the Ditto eyes. So you just have to blindly catch and hope. But this is the thing. It's not actually... That- the Ditto isn't being a good character, it's being the character that everyone's sick of, which is the Pidgeys and the Rattata. Ratata. 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 So you have to go back and keep catching all those Pidgeys and Rattatas until you get one. But you know what Ditto looks like, because Ditto always has the little dot eyes, right? 
Oh, did you know? Fun fact here. Um, there's actually a Pikachu parade that takes place every year in Japan. A whole city, they have a parade of people in these giant Pikachu outfits, and there's one person who's a ditto Pikachu with the different eyes and the little line smile. Is, is he, is he has another po- Pokemon character? or Well, he's a ditto Pikachu. So he joins in the parade too and does the whole rocking side-to-side special walk they do down the streets. It's kind of like Where's Wally. Okay. People line up to try and spot the ditto Pikachu. Wow. And we should go to that. Uh, it does sound a little bit like a cult because as they walk along, everyone's chanting "pee picker, pee picker." I don't want to go to that anymore. That sounds freaky. I would have thought that something like the penis festival would be more your style. But... Oh, that's right. We spoke about it in the podcast ages ago. Why did we go to the penis festival? Because it's in April. My birthday. Yeah, but what else were you it's doing? It's also our wedding anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's when we got married. <laughs> but if you want to go look at a bunch of dudes and their penises for the wedding anniversary next year, I guess I have to be a supportive spouse. Yes! Penises, here I come. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you going to get back into Pokemon when they release their... I think they're releasing a hundred more new ones? Eh. Or are you just eh. sort of... It was fun for a week. To be honest, I think it's like... A bit like when I play the Pokemon games on the DS or whatever. I'll get into it for a bit, but if you reach a point where you're like, no, it's too grindy. Mm. If I want to grind, there are other games I can do that in. I forgot. I was going to talk to Matt and Dan about this. I was going to tell... Because Hannah recently started playing my copy of Pokemon Go. My Pokemon... I think Y I've got? Yes. Yes. So it's just going to continue off where I started, which I didn't start very long... I didn't get very far in. But uh, why did you decide to start a new game? I thought you had stolen the DS and the copy of the game from a 10-year-old boy because you had named all the Pokemon and the characters and trainers really lewd things. (laughs) (laughs) And I just didn't feel comfortable with the fact you'd called your starter Pokemon (laughs) arsehole. Also, I couldn't find the man that lets you change the names of Pokemon. So I was just like, no. I think my favourite one was, I think... I think I... Called my second Pokemon Fucktard. Uh, you did, and I think that was also your character's name. Ah, oh, yes. Which you cannot change. <laughs> yeah, I, I I, tried. I like the idea of these games, but I just can't get into them, and I thought if I made it a bit sillier, I might... No, didn't now, work. There, there is a lot of grinding in Pokemon games, and I wasn't that impressed with the super mega evolution thing. I thought that was just a bit over the top. I know it sounds weird because they're not real or anything, but it just didn't feel as logical as other forms of evolution that the Pokemon have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've got too many Eevee offshoots now. We have to draw a line somewhere. Yeah, see, I you know a lot more about Pokemon than I do. I'm, I just missed the Pokemon craze. I'm just yeah, just over it. I remember having to look after Pokemon tournaments when I worked at Toys R Us. And helping out there, but that's I didn't really get into it too much. Yeah, and we found that out when we played Pokemon Go together for the first time because you knew none of the names, yep. none of the characters, none of the evolutions, <laughs> and you sounded like a cranky old man. Well, there's another mobile game that you probably may have heard of, Game of War. Is that the one where you build turrets and I think there's custard involved, or is that a different game? That's a different game. We'll talk about that game later. I don't know what that one is. I don't know. 
Uh, this is another hint where you basically build up a, your city and you have yeah. alliances and then you attack other people. They, It's a very big mobile wait, game. Wait, wait. Is this the mobile game they advertise on late night TV with the lady who doesn't wear much clothing and does the whole protect me thing? I'm pretty sure it is. Well, a guy recently spent a million dollars... In that game, because that's how they make that's how they, these free to play games make money. It's their microtransactions. So he was like their blue whale. Well, he may have sort of stole five million dollars. What? He embezzled five million dollars from his workplace. Yeah. And blew a million of it on this game of war thing. Look, I know normally you do cripple crimes. If you're stealing five million dollars, is there a better use for that money? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think he. I think he should have spent more. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was is he actually good at the game now? Well, if you're spending that much money, I don't think he can be bad. What happens in these games is you spend money to speed up the construction of things, speed yes. up building your army. But this is the one too where if someone destroys your army, that's it. There's no reset. It is gone. You start from scratch. You're building again. up again. Okay. I used to know. Uh, used to know someone who was actually a big tester on this that they tried to get me into it and i just i tried and they gave me they gave i think the problem was they gave me this huge city to start off with so i had all these things and a huge army i didn't know how to play the game okay so they kept saying oh if you're not going to be around this weekend just put yourself into protection mode and i'm well i don't have any protection things oh just buy some yeah no and then they kicked me out of the clan <laughs> tattoo, I think. Why? Where? I, I need a new tattoo. I'm thinking, you know, my Halo one on my forearm? Yeah. I'm thinking about getting the original Xbox logo sort of integrated with that. That sounds like the kind of thing you could be sponsored for, if anyone's listening. Wink, wink, you. Microsoft. Because I'm sure we're on, like, the top ten podcasts they listen to, right? Well, I don't know if Microsoft is. Hollywood is. Hollywood. Hollywood. Every time we come up with an idea, yeah. Hollywood make it. Really? Mm-hmm. And what have you used as powerful so far? Um, we spoke about Robotech. Yeah. Making a live-action Robotech movie. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what else is there? Could we maybe get a female-led superhero movie well, where they've put actual resources into it? You are. You're getting Wonder Woman. I am. Oh, and if it doesn't pass the Bechdel test, I'm going to cry. The what test? You know the Bechdel test? Oh, that's the one where girls have to talk with other girls but not about guys or something? Okay, one, they're women. <laughs> they're all the, They could be girls if they want to be. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so it means that you have at least two named female characters who have a bit more backstory than a random person. And the two female characters have to talk to each other and it can't just be about their relationship with the male characters. Um... I've seen the trailer. I don't think it passes or based off the trailer. Actually, I thought we might squeak through based on the trailer because you do have that lovely shot of all the women. I've forgotten the name of Wonder Woman's Island where she's from, but you see a big community parliament meeting there and they're all discussing whether or not they should become involved in the affairs of the world. But then she just buggers off and joins World War One, and then but she is still part of a discussion with multiple named female characters. Are they named? Uh, or was it just trailer, the council? Trailer didn't list them all. You're right. I'll need to see the full thing. Um, but the other thing, 
I have issues with sometimes is, I, I don't know if you've heard of it, it's called the sexy lamp test. No. And it's if you can replace a female character in the movie with a sexy lamp and there's no change to the storyline, maybe you need to go back to the script writing a bit. Sexy lamp. Do you guys see any movies with sexy lamps? Um, Some of the more recent Avengers movies where they have not made much use of Black Widow would count. She's in some of the fight scenes, but, you know, Hawkeye could grapple with a sexy lamp. Who do you think Black Widow's going to end up with? I think the fact that you need to know who she's going to end up with in a relationship says a lot. I think the Hulk. Uh, yeah, she's kind of dating him in, in the Avengers movie. The, the last... second one, yeah, she was... Yeah, and then she had her deep, dark reveal that she couldn't have children or something, and he was like, well, I'm the Hulk. And that was their foundation. It was odd. you think the Hulk can have babies? I don't think he can. Hmm. What about Bruce Banner? No. I just think he's been exposed to a lot of gamma radiation and... Ah, yeah, that radiation stuff. Yeah. (laughs) It's probably not good for the old swimmers, or Mm. else why would IVF clinics not be in, like, nuclear power plants? Mm. Well, other trailers we actually just watched just before we started were the Guardians of the Galaxy and the Spider-Man Homecoming one. Yes. I'm kind of excited about Spider-Man, I'll be honest. I'm happy there's no Uncle Ben, there's no How I Got Bitten, it's just... Hey, I'm Spider-Man. Yeah, I think that's sometimes where superhero movies go wrong. Like, we've, we're fans. We know the story of Spider-Man. You don't need to reiterate the origin. We know. He gets bitten. Stuff happens. But what I did love in the last Captain America, which was, I think, the last Marvel movie that came out. Yes, yeah, so Winter Soldier, wasn't it? Uh, not Winter no, no, Soldier. Winter Soldier. It was um Civil War. Civil the War. first Civil yeah. War one. What I loved in that one was, one, Spider-Man was... A very believable high school. Mm-hmm. And from the trailer we've seen, I think they've done a great job at keeping that where he's the outsider, he's nerdy, he's uncomfortable in himself, but he wants to do good things. Well, the one thing I liked in the trailer was the part where, like, um, Tony Stark's leaning over to open oh, the car yeah. door and he just goes in for a hug because he's this awkward kid. He's, okay, this is what's happening, but it's also a bit creepy that an older man just goes to and he thinks... Okay, I better just hug him. <laughs> uh, you're in a car with Robert Danny Jr. Are you going to wait till that point to hug him? Be my, honest with yourself. My pants would already be off. What, getting... That's how you're getting into the car? Yep. Let me shimmy through the window for you, <laughs> Mr. Stark. Oh, no, the pants came off. Yeah, hopefully that's not going to happen to poor Spider-Man. <laughs> not till he's out of school, at least. Yeah, I have heard rumours that they want Spider-Man to do a cameo in the next Deadpool. I don't know how true that is. I know that people would love it because... I think you'd have to do it really carefully because this Spider-Man, he's young, he's innocent, he's not the jaded guy who's been in the Avengers for a bit. And I think mixing that with the Ryan Reynolds-style Deadpool, no. I'm just happy we finally got a good Deadpool. Oh, yeah. Because Did you see the original Deadpool in the Wolverine's... Wolverine movie? Uh, the one where the, what, the merc with the mouth had no mouth. Yes. Yeah. He, yeah, couldn't talk. I'm happy we got a Deadpool movie. It was kind of like, you know, when you go to the shops and, like, the cheap dollar stores where they've made, you know, the knockoff brand Barbies and things like that, so rather than Superman, you get man is super in blue suit. Yes. Yeah, it was kind of like man with mouth who fights a lot. Like, that was what we were presented with in that X-Men film. What would be good? I'd also love to see a Wolverine and Deadpool. 
but we'll never get to see that. No, the next Wolverine outing is his final one. Well, it's not the last outing of Wolverine, it's just the last outing of Hugh Jackman. Uh, last outing of Wolverine as that Wolverine, I mm. think Wolverine is getting retconned to be a young girl, I think is the plan. I just want the license to go back to Marvel. I think the way that they're planning to say farewell to Wolverine and Doctor, sorry, Professor X, I think that's a good way to do it. They acknowledge the actors are getting older, but... I just, I'm so confused about the X-Men movies. I stopped watching a while ago because they're in the past, they're in the future, they're... We had three, then we had one that reset the entire timeline, and in between that we also had Wolverine goes to Japan on holiday. Yeah, it's... I just... Just give the license back. Do what they've done with Spider-Man. Mm. They haven't given the license back. They're just working together. Yeah, and I think that's the kind of collaboration that is going to make or break the next round of superhero movies. We've had so many. I don't know if superhero cinema is coming towards an end or... Well, Fantastic Four is dead. Oh, yeah. Because the the movies are so bad and Marvel actually went... We're not writing Fantastic Four anymore because you've just destroyed our franchise. Yeah. But we are seeing more superheroes moving to Netflix and television shows where they can really dig more into that whole backstory, fleshing out the universe. And I do like, I know with like the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that's actually part of the movie canon. Yep, it is part of the official timeline. But then there are other ones like... um. Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, which are... Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, I believe, are canon with each other, but they're not in the same timeline as the rest of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, yeah. I think. They just sort of stay out of it. But I like the television is... Where Marvel Jeff- television have got it right. They're going the sort of more real, gritty uh, version, which is what DC are trying to do with their movies, and they're just not working. Yeah, it's interesting that they've taken different approaches, but um, DC did... Green Arrow, I believe. I believe Green Arrow is DC, isn't he? Yes, yes, their television. Yeah, yep. yep. Green Arrow was well, very well received. It's weird. Their Arrow and their Supergirl. And Flash. And Flash. They're not the gritty thing. No. They're the fun teen girl yep. versions. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't care if it's cautious, like the Shirtless Boy Network. <laughs> yeah. For those who have not seen the Green Arrow TV show, it's sort of... It's going to sound a bit weird, but it kind of builds on the back of the obsession with vampires. You've got your vampire diaries, you've got your twilights, and Green Arrow, weirdly enough, fits into that canon because it's shirtless brooding man who looks out into darkness. Which, I just find it weird that that's their television, but their movies are going this whole series approach, which just isn't working. Maybe, maybe aim towards more what your television show is, because their television show's doing great. That being said, though, I am very excited about the Justice League movie. I know. I know. I know. Batman versus Superman. We all agreed the writing wasn't quite there. That movie could have ended about ten times. It just kept going. That movie could have been edited into, like, a 20-minute thing of Wonder Woman, and I would have been so happy because I walked out of that movie going, this is a great introduction to Wonder Woman. Who is this magic lady? What does she do? How is she single-handedly pinning down the giant monster... That the two that Batman and Superman cannot. Also, side question: You know, in that movie, spoilers. Sorry to all those who have not endured it yet. But they, they're listening they to me talk. They know they're spoilers. All right. You know how they need the giant spear to kill the monster? Yes, because it's sub um, kryptonite. Yeah. yeah. Why couldn't Wonder Woman throw the spear? I'm just saying you've got 
someone who's trained in the ancient arts of warfare. Which she'd she, be fighting with swords and spears and stuff. Yep, yeah, so she doesn't throw like a girl, she throws like a lady. And she the lady can throw a spear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why, why did it have to be Superman? It's the first poor script writing. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm sorry if I've broken that movie even more <laughs> for anyone listening. No, I just, hopefully with Superman maybe being dead for a few movies. Or is he? Oh, he's going to come back. Yeah. But maybe with him being out of the picture, maybe they can do a bit more, because Superman's boring. He is. And weirdly enough, I'm kind of excited about Justice League, because I'm hoping they explore a little bit more, not just their superhero selves, but their other selves. Marvel has tried to do this a little bit through their movies, but outside of the realm of TV, no one's really... Like, for example, Batman. What I actually liked in Batman vs. Superman was I didn't just see Batman. I saw Bruce Wayne. Mm -hmm. How does Bruce Wayne solve problems? How does he do things? Mm. Um, We also saw a little bit of Clark Kent. Clark Kent, you're balancing your relationship with Amy Adams. Sorry, Lois Lane. <laughs> I love alliterative. No, no, I, I, I like to think he's also dating A.B. Adams at the same time, just he's got a little side yeah, thing yeah. happening. <laughs> he should be so lucky. <laughs> Gingers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I really like it when they explore not just, hey, you're a superhero, what can you do? But also that whole, well, how do you relate to that identity? How do you balance that with your regular life? Mm. I think that's why everyone loves Spider-Man so much on some level. He's the uh, awkward, nerdy kid at high school who's doing all this cool stuff in his spare time, but... Still goes to school. Yeah, still goes to school. And still awkward there. Yeah. Well, the other one we watched was Guns of the Galaxy 2. Yes. Now, this is the second teaser trailer we watched. The first one, I, I said in the podcast earlier, wasn't that impressed. Like, didn't I did really, see that one as well, Didn't yeah. pull me in. This one did. Yeah. I love the fact that Baby Groot is Baby Groot. I think if we did not have Baby Groot, there would be an uprising. I also want to know, because it's Vin Diesel doing the voice again, I want to know what he gets paid to do these movies. Because all he says is, I am Groot. But every line he records is different. I think Vin Diesel's a man who's not scared to work for his paycheck. (laughs) And I think he would do a stellar job. My dream is for Vin Diesel and The Rock to be in a film together. They are, aren't they? Are they? I think um, Fast and Furious. Yes, but I can't keep up with the plots of those. We've got so many now. I haven't seen the first one. How am I meant to keep up with the fast-moving, changing plot? Actually, I think The Rock and the Vin Diesel are having a feud. Are they? Yes. I think that when they work together, they sort of started calling each other out. Sort of one's calling the other lazy and a bit of a drama queen and... I do know that The Rock is in the next Disney film that's coming out soon. He's also in Baywatch. Is he? Yes. Oh, please tell me it's a gender-flipped Baywatch, because if it's just The Rock running in slow motion down the beach, sign me up for a ticket now. I love to watch. I love to watch. I love The Rock. I think The Rock is a great actor. I will be watching Baywatch just for The Rock. So you love to watch The Rock? Yes. Okay, then. <laughs> I, I like I like The Rock. I stand by it. Yeah, he and Anna Kendrick were going to do a Christmas album together at one point. Allegedly. I think this is some joke they were working on together. It was going to be The Rock and The Pebble. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Very exciting. Mm, I'm actually, yeah. Uh, the second trailer has 
teaser trailers brought me in. I actually want to see it. I think it comes out April next year. April, May. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much I want to see it just for Baby Groot, but that soundtrack hooks you in. And it's the same with the first one. It just yeah. hooked me in. But also, you have to be careful with soundtracks, because Suicide Squad. Remember Ballroom Blitz and... Oh, I have a bone to pick with the Suicide Squad soundtrack. Uh-huh. A few bones. Let's say a small ribcage of them. Okay, so my thing that is annoying... I'll admit this. I watched the movie. I watched the trailers. Mm-hmm. I liked the music in the trailers. Yes. Love Ballroom Blitz, Bohemian Rhapsody, all the classics. I watched the movie. There is some good music in there. So then on Spotify, I went, okay, well, how about I get the Suicide Squad soundtrack mm-hmm. on my Spotify? Beautiful product placement there. <laughs> Cup noodles. So meaty. <laughs> so I'm listening to the soundtrack on Spotify, and it, the songs are different. So I know that sounds weird, but there's no Bohemian Rhapsody. There's no Boring Blitz, which I understand they were trailer mo- trailer mm. songs. And the trailers were actually made by a different company. Yeah, absolutely. But you just get the sense that they shelled out the money for the trailers but couldn't be bothered to follow through on the soundtrack. Why do I need, like, two different versions of Purple Lamborghini? One version's enough. Uh, I, I, yeah, I just... I, I actually, even when the trailers were coming out and everyone was saying, this looks good, I'm going... I don't think the trailer looks good. I think it's the music pulling me into it. The thing that annoyed me with Suicide Squad, though, was it was such an almost movie. Visually, there were parts of that film that looked incredible. They put thought into it, um, and whoever wrote the parts of the script for Deadpool... Sorry, not Deadpool. (laughs) Deadshot. There is more than one. Um, Whoever wrote Deadshot... I was like, yes, I'm interested in this character. Tell me more. Oh, oh really wait, a, it's awkward now. It's the Joker. <laughs> it was really a dead shot in Harley Quinn movie. That's the way I look at it. And I would be okay with the that. The Joker did not need to be in that movie at all. Now that I think about it, having the Joker completely off screen would actually have been a brilliant move because then you could see how Harley reacts to him, how other characters dance around him Mm -hmm. without seeing him himself. It's kind of like in the Blair Witch movies. It works best when you don't see the monster. Mm. Because they had kept having the flashbacks of the Joker and Harley Quinn, and they made no sense. No. Like when he's like, oh, you like my girl? Yeah, I'll call her over for you. It wasn't, that's not really a jokery thing to me. And I think Jared Leto would have to be the worst Joker. He has some competition, but I think he might be right. <laughs> and as everyone knows, I hated the fact he method acted, so he was crazy and out there sending people like condoms and a uh, rat. Ooh, I'm the that's, Joker. That's workplace harassment. I don't care what character you're playing. If you're sending me a box of rats, no. I just, no. That's not, to me, that's not really even the Joker. No. His method acting was a bad Joker. and Did, Had he read or seen? Any other Jokers before he got into it? I I will admit, it is hard following up from the Heath Ledger Joker. Yep, and I respect that. I've said this before and I'll say it again. I think what annoyed me with that was that Margot Robbie had the same issue playing Harley Quinn. People know Harley Quinn. They have certain expectations. When they first announced her and I saw the first trailer, I went, where's that twang? I didn't like the voice. But then I went, no, she nailed it. She made that character hers. And that's what I really liked, because I was watching Harley Quinn as portrayed by Margot Robbie, Mm -hmm. and she sold that 
beautifully. Even in spite of the dodgy editing and the terrible script and parts, I was intrigued. I liked this character. I'm very character-driven. The Joker, I was like, did you wander onto the set? <laughs> Are you lost, strange homeless man? Well, that's the thing. Like, a lot of it was not him reading the script. A lot of it was him ad-libbing, doing his own thing. Okay, Chris Pratt can ad-lib. Jared Leto, eh. Does, yeah. does he have much of a comedy background? I don't actually know what he's in. He was brilliant in Texas Dallas. Sorry, the Dallas Buyers Club. I haven't seen brilliant it. in that. Yeah, I think maybe maybe if he had just stuck to the script a little bit more. Maybe if he had been given a script that made a bit more sense. I've said this a million times about DC. I think they're rushing it. Yeah. I think they're trying to catch up with Marvel and they're going about it all wrong. Marvel led up to the Avengers. Yeah. There were lots of standalones that sort of started to slowly tie in, and then they went, now we've got the Avengers. Whereas they're going, we've got Superman, we've got Batman, and now we've got just the League. And just... I am excited that they've got Aquaman, though. I think Aquaman has been undersold. I don't like this Aquaman. <gasps> Where's his bright orange suit and green underwear? Jason Momoa is inspired casting, though. Uh, I just don't like the DC... Dark, gritty, okay. big, bustly. I like the. I like going to see a comic book movie. That's why okay. I like the Marvel stuff. Like yeah. it is. Here's their outfits. They look like they're doing the comics. Yeah, I respect that. But if you are going to go grittier and to show the reality of being a superhero in these troubled times and things like that, I think the way that DC has gone with the casting on Aquaman and Wonder Woman, brilliant. Mm -hmm. Ben Affleck. You're doing your best as Batman. I, I actually... I like you as Bruce Wayne. I still need to just have Batman sold to me a bit more. And I, I don't think that's Affleck's fault. I think that's the script's fault. I think that's the... Yeah. I, I think he can be a good Batman. I have heard he's refusing to do a standalone Batman unless he writes it. Mm hmm And I think that's the right call. The man can write. Yeah. He's mm -hmm. got an award, Academy Award for it. So he, he's got that behind him. Like, yeah. let him do his thing. Um, okay, we've got one last thing we need to do. It's not taking off pants, is it? No, I've understood. You only do this if I keep the pants on. That way you can concentrate. Yes, that is the problem. <laughs> How will I control myself? <laughs> oh, Rogue One comes out next week. Oh, it does too, and you're taking me to go see it. Yes, I am. We're not going to the midnight this time, and... There wasn't actually a midnight screening. They... I think they added one after you brought tickets. Because a lot yeah. of people, I think, went, why to no midnight screening? And then they added one. But I don't care. I'm going to the fancy cinema where they're going to bring me drinks. We are going to the fancy cinema. We will be brought drinks. <laughs> Rather than being there at midnight like some kind of animal. Matt is going to be so proud of us. Why? Because we're even going to do something for Tea Public. Tea public. Tea public. Now, what I try to do every single time we go to have a look at tea public is I try and think of something that there's no way they, they can have it, like Babylon okay. 5 and things. So I want, because tea public, they have like any anything you can think of, they have a shirt designed for it. Okay. So think of something out there that you might like to wear as a shirt, and we'll have a search for it right now. I want to see if they've got statistics jokes. How do you spell that? 
<laughs> that is big. Yeah. They only have two short shirts and they're related to demography and I'm a little upset about that. But they still have shirts. That's true. All right. Um, Find me some... Will they have Robin shirts? Robin? Robin. Got your Batmans. Where's your Robins? Where's your Dick Graysons? Oh, there, there will be Robin. Uh, the Batman cat. Oh, we haven't found those. There's that stupid slap beam one. Mm-hmm. There we go. The Burt Ward one. <laughs> the true Robin. Yes. I don't know if people realise that you have a Riddler costume. Yes, I was going to wear it at the last PAX, but um, it's a very tight, revealing outfit. It, it does was a not, little cold. It does not leave much to the imagination. Um, pretty much you can tell that I've been circumcised in this outfit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was all set packs, I've gone, yep, I'm wearing it today. It's a little cold. And I've gone, might save that for a special occasion. I might wear it at RTX. Yes, I will be going to you with that. <laughs> So yeah, no, no, definitely go check out Tea Public, and if you want one of our multiple Nergasm shirts, because they are there, pick one up. But remember, you got to go to our website first, click on our link to take you there. So you've got five different shirts there at the moment. At the moment, yes. Yeah. Um, we've got the Necro... I can't say that word. Necronominum. Which is Matt and Jenna's podcast. They've got their own shirt. Yep, they talk movies. They talk movies. Um, next year, once I actually get around to starting my side one, yeah. Which you might join me for. Uh, maybe. <laughs> There'll be one there for that, getting yeah. cosy with Cripple, but that's that's a while off yet. I want to start that in the new year once I sort of can settle down a bit and just – that'll be my new year thing. Oh, speaking of the new year. Yes. We're coming up to Christmas. Yes. I have some very real questions. Okay. I mean, aside from the fact that a multiple nerdgasm shirt just makes the perfect present for anyone in your life. Yes. Also good for Hanukkah and Kwanzaa. And any other end-of-year celebrations you may have. Um, hypothetically, if you had a gamer in your life and they want a game for Christmas, mm-hmm. what's the best way to do that? Like, do I buy like the disc or should I get a card for them? A uh, disc, probably not the best thing to do anymore. Um, well, you could do a disc, cause, but as long as you keep the receipt in case they've already got it so they can return it, but... Say, for instance, if you, the gamer was me you were buying yeah. for, this could be the worst thing to buy. Mm. Mainly because since the Xbox One came out, I've gotten lazier. I have noticed this. So I play a lot of games. No, really? It's cheaper to buy games on disc. Mm. But the problem with that is you have to get up and change the disc every time you want to change the game. So I tend spending... What? Twenty or thirty dollars more to get a digital version. You spend twenty to thirty dollars to not get off the couch. Yes, per game. What do you do with the hours of your life you've apparently saved with not getting up off the couch to change? Play more games. Okay then. (laughs) No, it's just it makes it easier and harder to decide what to play. It's like when when I had the disc, I would put the disc in, and sometimes I would want to play something else, but then I'd just go, "Eh, "This is in. I'll just play this." Now I've got that whole Netflix problem where there's all that to choose from. And I'll spend an hour trying to decide what to play sometimes because I just can't pick. But really, if you're buying for a gamer, gift card's the way to go these days. 
With a multiple Nerdgasm t-shirt? Yes, exactly. You can wrap the gift card with a t-shirt. How many t-shirts are enough? I think we've got five, so yeah. one of each, just to make sure that we've got how, one for every working day. How absorbent are these shirts? I like extremely <laughs> absorbent. Okay, I'm just thinking, I'm playing a game, I spill my cup noodles. <laughs> <laughs> you love those cup noodles. Do you want me to get you some cup noodles? I do love cup noodles. They are the perfect blend. <laughs> and then we'll go camping with our Coleman equipment and we'll drive there in an Audi. Audi. Which apparently cannot be involved in a head-on collision. Listeners, do not test this should you have access to an Audi. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.